0: No,
1: You know how athletes have games and practices, right? Uh-huh. Uh Where practice is where you work to sharpen your skills. You know, it's just part of your job. You know, it's not the game, but it's just you know, like basketball players will go in the gym. They'll shoot, they'll dribble, they'll pass, they'll work on their defense, and they'll lift weights and run do cardio. Football players will work on the snap count, uh, plays, uh, you know, and all that other stuff that football players do. Baseball players go to BP. Uh, pitchers pitch feelers take uh, ground balls and all that different stuff right Mm -hmm. so so now that we understand what practice is also it's not something you get paid for it's part of your job to prepare you for the game which you get paid for right all of that being said what do actors do to practice
2: well it's funny you say that some some actors some huge actors actually still go to have an acting coach and kind of, you know, just kind of things to strengthen their arsenal mm-hmm. as far as being an actor. Some actors of course go method. You know, they, they learn everything. They have a role and they train like a perfect example since we're talking this. Um, uh, uh, I'll talk about John Wick. Perfect example. I was going to talk about John Wick anyway today. Okay. Uh. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, because he tries to do as much of the stunt work as he possibly can, uh, the the um, the stunt crew and the fight chore- choreographers they're training uh, four months before production starts, and um, and um, Keanu Reeves is of closer to 8 months because you know they're already up to speed and he needs to learn the things he needs to do like when you see John Wick 4 there are um, no bullshit 15 20 minute fight sequences with no cuts it's all one take damn so and there's like four of them in the movie uh, where there's no cuts and so it's like so if someone screws up you got to start from the beginning
1: Oh damn, that's a lot of rehearsal, boy. Let me tell
2: you. Yeah, so so he's he not you know like certain, and he does that because he wants it to look the way it looks, you know. And the director, he knows what the director wants, and uh, he wants it to look the way it looks. Uh, So he wants to, you know, he doesn't want it to be some stunt guy and then a close up of his face here and here and there. Whether when it comes to certain things, he wants it to be him. So. Like there's a scene he fights with um, nunchucks which is like a 10 12 minute fight scene and uh, he you know there's footage of him learning that that fight sequence which is fucking long. So hmm. there's some actors that will do the work because you know, you know, they're like yeah, I get paid 10 million to be in this movie. You're going to get your money's worth. And then there's some actors that can't do it. And then there's some actors who won't do it. So it all depends on the actor, but you know, okay. uh, you kind of you kind of get what you pay for. You get those big big actors, there's a reason they get those big paychecks. They can they're a big draw because they'll go that extra mile. Same with Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm a bit of a Tom Cruise apologist. Of course, he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but he can deliver. He goes that extra mile. If a script is bad, Especially for something that he's really invested in, like the, you know, like the Mission Impossible stuff. That's kind of his baby. Yeah. Uh he he tosses it. We're gonna work it until it works. I mean, you know, Nicolas Cage, another guy, crazy. I'm a bit of a Nicolas Cage apologist. Cause so that guy, he'll do a little shitty movie and then he'll do some Oscar-winning caliber work mm-hmm. on even a small production. It's just like like, which, like, like which... I heard
1: Pig was one of those that was like yeah
2: Oscar, yeah. Yeah, it's like which one of me do you want? Or uh, he does a movie. He does did this movie that's fucking crazy, but I love it. I watched it. it. Took me two watches, two views before I was like, yeah, I like this movie. I'm gonna go buy it. And that was uh, Mandy because it's so crazy. And then and there's this, you know, there's a scene with Bill Duke. And you're like, what the fuck is Bill Duke doing in this movie? But it's it's just, you know,
1: but uh, he's one of those guys too that'll just do the work. Okay, see, because when you said, I get everything you said, but when you soon as you said act, go back to an acting coach, I went. That's what I was looking for. I understand everything else you said, and that was like icing on the cake or the roof over the house. But when you said acting coach, okay, you put the foundation down and you built the house because I yeah. understood immediately. I was like, because I could not understand the la- like last night. I was just wondering, do actors? Practice and Stephanie and I were talking, and she was in a mood, so she didn't talk that much. And you know, I, well, the thing is, I keep telling her that even if she doesn't understand the topic, sometimes she'll say something that'll click in my head and get get me to the right answer, even though she's not saying much of anything to help the conversation. You know, some she right. say, and I'll go, "Oh, wait, that's it. Got it. Now, I'll, now I'll leave you the fuck alone." Uh, but she couldn't even get that to that point. She was in a shit mood, but. um <laughs> Because I thought, you know, you graduate from acting school and then you audition for roles and then you just kind of, you know, go home and, and 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 wait for auditions. I mean, because I kept thinking, do they go to the mirror and just recite strange lines? Do they do they like basketball players get some some of their friends together and they act out scenes, you know, like like you would do um, like we used to do with uh, your friends. You play in the backyard basketball or go to the park. Do they like, you know, rent a stage and just do dumb shit to act to keep their skills sharp? But then you said acting coach. I was like, oh. So oh, someone yeah, will is... just go back to an acting coach, get some lessons some... in between, and then that keeps the skills sharp. Got it. Oh,
2: yeah. Some will take one on production and have them just kind of mirror, you know, just kind of follow and watch and give pointers. There's some actors that will do it, you know.
1: Okay, that I, mean, I
2: I'm no, I don't know, but I bet you – I bet you, Daniel – well, Dan, he's kind of retired now, but I bet you Daniel Day-Lewis – uh probably had an acting coach on standby cuz so that guy goes in deep
1: could you imagine being his acting coach which means that he considers you good enough to teach him a four time oscar winner telling someone who's probably never even been in a movie well i <laughs> yeah, tell well, him how to do it that's just that just makes me laugh it's like i don't
2: well, know i don't other- I, you know i don't know i but i'm just assuming and i hate i hate the the method guys that's like yeah, I do it, too. It's just real pretentious to me, but um they do great I mean, work
1: though. But I would not oh, yeah, be, be on set with them though. I would not yeah. want to be on set with them, particularly if they're in a dramatic role. And it's like uh, what did Will Smith say to Jared Leto? I finally met I met him on the on the you know after the last day of shoot was done. I finally met Jared Leto. It's like, dude, I I don't understand what that means. I yeah, who are you talking to the entire shoot? Oh, the Joker. That that just makes no sense to me. I'm like Jamie Fox. You read this line. I read this line, and then we look at it. We look at it on, on film and go, "Huh, we could have done that better." Director, how do you want us to say it? Okay. Then we read this line, and then that line again, and we get it right, and we move on. I, I don't understand the method acting. I, I I don't. I've never understood that. But I will say it can give you some great fucking performances. It really can. Yeah. i just don't like it i just don't like it so but i'm glad you're able to clear that up because i could not for the life of me figure out what they do to practice and nothing in my head made sense i kept laughing at, at dumb shit you know like what do you stand in the bathroom mirror and recite lines from a movie you ain't never been in or do you just make up lines i mean hey what do you what do you do to practice and then acting coach or you know because stephanie was like you know well they'll do plays i'm like yeah but you get paid for plays you know like stand-up comedians I don't know what they do to practice. Now I know they go to small clubs, but I know they get paid for that. So how do you practice when you're on? Do you go? Do they just tell their spouse jokes? Do they tell their friends jokes and, and roll over that way? I'm talking about non-paid work as practice because that's what practice is. It's non-paid work. So how do they do that too? I mean, I, I don't.
2: No, you're do talking they, about you talking about comedians.
1: Yeah, that's another one. It's like, do they just? Tell each other jokes. Do they gather with each no,
2: other? No, no, no. So comedians, what what they'll do? That's they'll go to the clubs, like, and uh, like um, like let's say a comedian that uh, now they do this on all levels. Uh, but when you're building an act, you do spots. Right. That means I you go that. to clubs. You do five minutes. Here I got a premise I'm looking to flesh out, or I got a list of premises I'm looking to flesh out, mm-hmm. and you go to clubs and you perform. Now even when you're building an hour you'll you'll like the big comedians they'll have like premises and they'll have like uh, material that they're constantly adding to but you're just like trying stuff out I mean how many times and uh, now uh, Dion Cole has a he made it up he turned his into a bit where he would have like a list of things to talk about and try out on the audience that's an old bit he's been doing since the 90s it yeah. just changed it just changes every time he does it but um
1: so he's actually working with, with stuff when he does that. When he has that pen and uh, paper,
2: some sometimes, sometimes. Okay. But he says when he's building an hour, he'll actually do that. I mean, there's a lot of comedians. I saw uh, like uh, Louis C.K. did. I remember watching, uh, um, like, uh, uh, he was talking like it was like a YouTube video. Like someone had you know a video of him just fucking around, and Chappelle does it too, or all the comedians do it, but. Like, they've, they've done their special. They've burned their hour. That's what they call it when they do it. Because now it's out there in the zeitgeist. So, you know, they can't go around doing that material anymore. It's burned. They got to do... So they'll, like, uh, Tom Segura talks about it. He'll go up, you know, what he doesn't know what the next word out of his mouth's going to be. And, and you start building. You just have a couple of ideas, and you just start building on those premises that you thought up. And so maybe you'll have a list... Maybe you won't know. Maybe you'll just fuck with the audience until something organically starts to build and you'll work from there. But that's how they do it. That's how all comedians do it. Now, some, there... some, no, some will actually sit down with a pen and paper and write it down their with their jokes and premises and punchlines right. and then try it out. But it that's, and that's what's always funny to me. That's an art form that everyone sees and everyone thinks they can do, but it, you can't. Not everyone no. can do that. But uh, that's how it's done. It, it, it's like one of those few art forms that has to be validated in order to continue to be building.
1: Yeah, I understand that. I just, I think that one I meant was, because I know they get, okay, let me ask you this quick before I go on with, with what I was thinking. Do they get paid for those, those bits when they go to those comedy clubs to work on stuff? Uh, very little. I mean, you're there to, it's, uh, um, for the
2: longest time, It was famous. The uh, back in New York, like the big, the big place was the Comedy Cellar. I mean, you got like all your greats come from there, and you got like uh, you know like Richard Pryor, uh, Carlin, um, um, what's his name? Um, uh, He famous comedian. Died Bruce. Maybe. Oh yeah! Even before that, I'm after that. I'm talking like you know, seventies. I'm
1: Robin Williams.
2: Williams, Williams. Thank you. you and go. like you know, Chappelle, Louis C.K. They still go there, you know. Um, um, but um, they were known for like they have sparred all these greats, and it was like, well, the experience, getting experience is what you pay. But there was a big comedy strike in the seventies, and uh, now you know you'll get maybe a hundred bucks or fifty bucks for a spot and it's mostly because you're just working now back in the back in the day that's how a lot of uh low-level comedians would make their money they'd hit like seven eight spots you know you hit seven eight spots a night 50 bucks a spot 50 anywhere between 20 and 50 bucks a spot you made enough for that night and you got to get some work in and you just keep doing that until you're home to you build an hour or build a 30 tight 30 or type 15. And then you just kind of keep doing that. And then you hit the road. Now you hit the road, you know, that's, you know, road comedians. That's how most comedians end up. You know, if you think about it, there's only really like 200 to two to 300 working comedians. If that many. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. not a lot. There's not a lot, but then, you know, that's when you hit the road and you just go to these small places where no one knows who you are, and you build an audience. That's how you build an audience.
1: Okay. It's see, a I,
2: really I, hard way to make money. That's oh, why I you know see that, yeah. all your big comedians uh, that are that you like, you like, you know, like your Tom Segures, Louis C.K.s, Chappelle's. They didn't start making money until they were 10, 15, 20 years
1: in. Yeah, like Arsenio Hall lived in his car for the first two years of his uh, journey in L.A. I mean, lived yeah. directly in his car. You know, I mean. You know, Eddie Murphy was different. I mean, he blew up almost immediately. Well, he's, yeah,
2: he's, that guy's been in the zone since he was 19 years old. I mean, he he got SNL when he was 19. 19. Yeah. That's kind of like Pete Davison's same kind of thing. He was 21 when he got in.
1: Yeah, but. Pete Davis is a whole nother topic. I mean, if you take it well, out, yeah, because I don't, yeah, yeah. Pete Davison I don't.
2: Well, I he's it. not for us. He's not our. He's not our demographic. When it's it not comes even to that. Like it's not even his
1: comedy. comedy. It's the women that like him. I don't get how he gets any women. I look at that dude's grill. And well, his I think and I'm it's, like, I it's
2: charisma, it. and he's swinging uh, a legit ten inches from what the rumor is, and that's oh, not be just. He
1: be better be. <laughs> that's
2: and that's not just you know what one person. That's like what I mean. Look at his hit list.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Something's, I mean, it's there's crazy. something there. Yeah. So okay, because okay, so they do get paid, but not paid a lot. Because I've always considered practice as a um, as a something that that's part of your job, but you don't get. It's not what you get paid for.
2: Well, comedians is a different animal altogether. You okay. you, you can you can you could be a really good comedian, and not make any money in for a while. So at least not to live on. I mean, oh, one of my favorite new comedians is Dan Soder and he said for the first 8 years he's so funny for the first 8 years of his comedy career he had a he had a part-time job at a restaurant you know i knew I know. who he was i, I knew who he I was wait. and i'd watch like a youtube clip or hear him on a on a podcast or radio show and then after that's over he had to go do his you know work at a work at a um
1: May I take your order?
2: Yeah, basically, he had a Netflix special, and he said, uh, "Not Netflix special." Yeah, he had a, uh, or no, he had a live at Gotham, which was a Comedy Central thing, and he said it was so humiliating to do that, and then be at work and if someone recognized him, like, "Hey, didn't you have a Gotham thirty there minute special?" And he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "But it, you know that that pays like two grand one time, and that doesn't." You know, I'm not rich or famous. You know, he's he's got some notoriety, but yeah, that's a lot of comedians. All right, one until, more. Then
1: we'll, oh, sorry, one more, and then we'll get on to whatever you want to talk about. I oh no, no this. worries. No um, worries. I was listening to Jon Stewart the other day, and he was talking about how they met Trevor Noah. And he said they told him that we think we found your replacement. It's this guy named Trevor Noah. So uh, Stewart's like, okay, I'll called and talked to him and he called and talked to him and Trevor and he said this is how much i'll pay you and john Stewart was like it's hey, a lot of money because i'd never heard of the guy you know so i figured you know he was a no-name comedian you know but my people liked him so whatever that he just jumped at the opportunity he said trevor said oh no 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 thank you i i got trips to dubai and all these other places and he was like what do you mean no what do you mean you'll tell me no i how do you go say the no to this amount of money and i'm giving you a basic cable deal with all this money And then Stewart looked him up, and he went, oh, my God, this guy is an international superstar. He could buy The Daily Show. I did not know he was that rich and famous. And it's like, I didn't either. He just wasn't big in America yet. Right. I still, sometimes I forget how arrogant the people in the United States are. We, We sometimes forget there's a rest of the world.
2: Oh yeah, we we have sports. We call ourselves the world champions, and we don't play any other countries. No,
1: because it's, like <laughs> no it's like there's no need. We're in America. We'll beat you anyway. It's like man, we don't know about that. It's like it's like sometimes you ask them, you know, who is who's the biggest uh, uh sports star in the world? And people like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, whatever. Now it's some soccer player like Leo Leo Messi or or somebody who plays uh, cricket, and people don't understand. It. It's like no, those people have. Billions of fans. LeBron has hundreds of millions. Those people have billions. Like, Ronaldo, billions of people it's know funny. his name. It,
2: and, and, that, and that and that is true with a lot of stuff. I remember having an argument with someone at school uh, during, so this is like the late 80s, early 90s, and that was Arnold's, like, heyday, you know, Terminator 2, those movies, and uh, I was like, he is super famous, but Jackie Chan is more po- is more popular than him. They're like, how, hell, he doesn't have a big movie like this. Cause he just had at the time, Jackie Chan just had Rumble in the Bronx. Yes, I said, exactly. like, yeah, but but I was like, and that was like his big US that one really put him in A lister status, at least for a while mm-hmm. in the US. Because he'd been around since the early eighties with like the big brawl. That was eighty one. I saw that when I was in the third grade. God, awesome. But um but um I was like, Yeah. Arnold is big in the US and in select places in the world, but Jackie Chan is a worldwide international star who just hasn't broken the US. That's one country versus the other
1: 50 he's huge in. Yeah, he's he's also also huge in China, which has what, six times as many people as we do? And it's like, well, and plus
2: Arnold has been in like at the time, it's like maybe like 10, 12 movies that are huge. Jackie Chan's been in thirty that have done the same numbers everywhere else. So it's like, you know, you have to, it's, it's kind of hard, but it's so funny. Uh, Jackie Chan also said the same thing in an interview. Uh, it's like, he, as big as he was, as popular as he was worldwide, you don't really, they're not, even the artist doesn't really consider themselves a star until they break in the U.S. Because we, we are at the top of the pile when it comes to like quality and, and like, uh, And like, um, as far as like quality and like, uh, making a really good polished film. Now there's other countries that do really good work, obviously, but I mean, but you know, no one has like our, um, our track record for big movies that, that, that last, you know, the test of time, right. I mean, there are. So uh, it's, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword as far as like, you know, we are not the best, but we are the best. <laughs> it's kind of a, you know, I mean, look at it this way: uh, when Holly, when when India finally had a um, a big mu- movie industry, they called it Bollywood, and in right. other countries. Uh, they just they you know, they they basically said we're going to follow the Hollywood template and other countries have followed suit. I mean, it's just kind of because we we corned the market on that kind of thing. But yeah, you're right. It's like as far as sports, it's, it's just crazy. The hubris we have because we're not necessarily the best.
1: No, we are not. But yet we sure do feel like we are. And it's just an, it's an amazing thing that uh, we we really think that we are and i i've, I've found that to be fucking hilarious you know that um, we believe we're better than everybody else <laughs> and 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 we're not you know we are not yeah. at all so that's just that's just odd to me god damn it all right so what do we so what are we going to talk about let's go
2: well, I had some things I definitely wanted to talk about, but it kind of got thrown into a tailspin because I was uh, – um, today I was at the gym, and I got a call before you know before, after work. It was part of my routine after work. I go to the gym. And uh, as uh, I got a call from Heather, she was going to pick Eloise up from school because uh, we got an email, but I didn't check my email. I'm terrible with checking my emails in a timely manner. Um, but we got an email from the school and, um, there was a call in like gun scare at oh, Ellie's school. Now I dropped her off at school before I went to the gym and, uh, we we're just talking like we'd normally do. And Elsa always didn't know until a friend of hers called her and asked her, if she at school. And so I was like, um. And I was just noticing there's like her, her first period of class has 32 students. She was one of 19. And then by the time she left, she was one of 12 people were just leaving and parents were picking their kids up and her friend had called her and said, Hey, um, uh, did you get, are you at school? And, and I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, uh, she sent her the email. She's like, yeah, there's been a call in scare or threat uh, it was a, a student shooter. So, people, parents were just going in droves and picking their kids up. So, I, and she, so she, you know, Heather picked her up and we got her, to her home and she's just doing her school day from, from home today. And then maybe even tomorrow, depending on what's going on. But um, it just got me thinking it's like this is their fucking world now. I remember when we were kids. The worst we'd hear about is a uh, bomb threat. And it was usually like, you know, the kids would or 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 someone pulled the fire alarm. But even though they pulled the fire alarm, you still have to act like there's, you know, a fire. So you have to everyone leave. And But now they have to worry about this. This is like part of their life. So she was like um, sitting in class and she was noticing kids were leaving and she, she felt she didn't feel safe. So we don't want to, you know, we don't want to fuck around with that. So. Picked her up and it just got me thinking. It's like just uh, last week, DeSantos, that piece of shit governor of Florida, Uh passed a a bill. Now it hasn't been made into a law yet, but it probably will. um, That you can carry a gun in Florida without having a license Mm -hmm. or uh, without having a license or having a waiting period. You can just buy a gun or permit. Or yeah, permit. Yeah. yeah, you can just grab a gun and put it on your hip, and you have a gun. And they have like uh, stand your ground law there, which means this is going to be like the fucking Wild West.
1: See, actually, in that's a, actually, that's a misnomer. The Wild West was a lot, a uh, lot more civilized than people think. Remember what happened? Remember why they had the shootout at the OK Corral? Do you remember um, why? I don't remember why. Okay, it actually started because the uh, the Clantons didn't want to give up their guns they were in a no-gun town that's what the fight was over oh yeah that's right yeah that's why they were fighting was because they said no fuck that i'm keeping my guns and wyatt earp and the earp said uh no this is a no-gun town next thing you know famous shootout and i'm like when people say that i get what they're saying but it's like sometimes i don't think people really understand what the wild wild west was it wasn't quite what Hollywood depicts, it wasn't quite that crazy like we think it was, you know, but I understand what you're saying. I just wanted to, you know, clarify that, that, you know, it's not going to turn into that because Uh, actual gun-free towns.
2: Well, uh, it's going to get bad. It's going to get worse. It
1: it will, and my brother, you know, uh, you know, is, is, is a police officer. We keep talking about that, you know, about how these Republicans are loosening gun laws. And it's like, What are they trying to do? And I said, I told him, I said, man, you got to understand something. They are planning. And I really believe this to my heart, to my heart of hearts. And maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't. But they're planning to to, to overthrow the government in a matter of of time. They're planning on succeeding and overthrowing the government. And if they can get another. The Republicans. Look at what they did on General Six. That was the beginning salvo. They feel if they can get enough citizens with guns, they'll have troops on the ground. They'll have people that will fight for them. Because the average person is not going to carry a gun even if you tell them they can't. But these gun-toting Republican nutbags will. So they believe in that. They also believe that you can. That they're going to start locking up citizens who are felons who, who get guns anyway and the police are going to start shooting and killing more people therefore thinning out the population this is all very sinister stuff what they're doing at least it's from, from my perspective what I see them doing with the loosening these gun laws they are trying well, to overthrow and they're trying to get people locked up and or killed for, for well for I'll do you one reason.
2: better I'll do you one better this whole bullshit with the tiktok bill which is funny because it has zero to do with TikTok. They, they, they want to slap a name on it. But if you've read the bill, it doesn't mention TikTok once. But what it is is a super vague, super vague reason to lock people up. In yep. fact, based on this bill, if it passes, you could we could go to jail for just having a – basically, they will, anyone who can influence – action can be jailed if, it, if it's against the government like you now, you once in a while you and i'll get on here and and uh you know i've seen the numbers is uh, sometimes we have like 2500 people that'll listen to our podcast at a time mm-hmm. give or take and uh if someone acts based on something we've talked about like even if it's you know, so we speak ill of the government, and they start a petition against something that we've talked about, you and I could go to jail. Or so they, if so they tried to kill free speech, is what they're doing. One hundred percent. Not just that. Uh, uh, it's so vague. It's like anything could you could go to jail for just about anything. Yeah, it was insane. If this if this passes, we're we're in some dark. We're in we're already in dark days. We're into some
1: darker days. You also got to remember all the private prisons that have signed contracts with municipal municipalities. I think I said that right. My tongue has died. And they have to, they guarantee a certain number of people in those prisons. So they got to find a way to get people in prison. They got to find a way to keep those prisons full. Also Mm -hmm. for the stockholders, they got to make sure the stockholders make money and TikTok is also a a a a a news ground that the government and or a select few don't have control over when it comes to the media. When it comes to reporting on stories, when it comes to watching the cops, you know, when it comes to, you know, uh, celebrity watching. They have, they have no control over that. They have control over Facebook. Zuckerberg yeah. is in the government's pocket. And Instagram is in the government's pocket too. That's why you only see cat videos and dumb shit on Instagram. But you go to yeah. TikTok and you will see real hard hitting journalism on, on topics and, and things that have happened that you have. like, I did not even know that. I hadn't even, that's nowhere to be found
2: anywhere. And from- that's why they're calling it the TikTok bill, but it has nothing to do with TikTok. It just talks about, well, I mean, look, look at perfect example. Uh, when there was that big uprising in India uh, a few years ago, that was all via Twitter. It all yeah. happened over Twitter. And yeah. they're they, they don't want that to happen here.
1: Right. And, uh, and they're uh, trying to like, act
2: like it's TikTok. But no, yeah, there's a lot of I mean, TikTok is yeah, it's full of stupid shit, or it's full of families dancing and stuff, but it also has some hard hitting shit that that you did not know about, or right, raising
1: like, awareness to stuff you didn't know about. Exactly. Like all the First Amendment auditors, like that dude Tizzy, you know, who's got like I think he's got five million followers reporting on people and you know, I do. You know who this guy is. Uh, we need to go find this guy, and then the police will have know about this dude for months. But as soon as Tizzy gets it, millions of people are calling that station. Like, fuck, we got to go arrest this dude now. And he makes yeah. cops have to do their job. I mean, he has got. Well, to be that's arrested. that's what
2: happened. That's what happened with um, the guy that was jogging in. Uh, was it Atlanta? And uh, the dad and the father shot him. I forget the yeah. guy's name. There's so many.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The, Aubrey something, I think is what you're talking
2: Yeah, about. yeah, yes, yeah. And he got shot because they were like, the, you know, they chased him down. He was jogging, and they shot him, and saying he was trying to break into some place. Yeah. And the cops didn't do shit to those guys until until the internet got a hold of it. And they're like, after, like, so many people were complaining, they're like, we have to do something now. We were just going to let this go, but now we have to do something.
1: Yep, and they, they were going to let it go, too. They were going to absolutely completely let that go. And maybe in a couple years, when everything is settled down, they go. Well, it took a long time to investigate, and you know we're finally going to file charges, you know, or whatever. And it's it's what they they don't want true independent media slash journalists out there because they can't control they can't control us all on TikTok. I mean, there might be there might be something that happens down your block where you live that's not getting coverage, and all you got to do is post a video on TikTok, and you might get. Four hundred thousand people to see it. One of them might have three million uh, subscribers, and next thing you know, you—what you, that incident is being taken care of, and they don't want to mm-hmm. have to deal with that. Like having, the, like I said, with the First Amendment auditors, videoing cops doing their thing. I watched one dude; he had to—he almost had to fight the police because they didn't want him to video the the the, uh, the stop. And he said, "I'm videoing you because there's like fifteen of you, and there's one black man." And I am not going to let you guys beat him to death over something stupid. So I'm going to video you. And the cop kept trying to get in his way. They kept trying to keep him from videoing, even though it's perfectly legal. you know. And they were like, we're not going to do anything to him. He said, well, we don't trust you. And then more people started showing up. Finally, they let the guy go. Of course they did. They just let him go. And I'm like, they were going to do something to him before they let him go. They were were going to do something to him. I know they were. Well, and that's why they're, they're like, they video everything.
2: Well, I told Everything. you about the I told you about the time uh, I got pulled over and then I was like arguing with the cops, like you didn't, you have no reason to pull me over. You see the people across the street to where I was at, and the only reason he just like stopped mid fucking with me and just drove off, didn't even. He didn't even finish his whole spiel, just drove off because he realized, because it was late at night and it was just him and I on the street and then the people that were coming out of the building I was coming out of, just standing there watching this go down. Then he realized, oh, fuck, I, I'm just going to go. Yeah. But if no one was there, he, he would have hemmed
1: me up somehow. Yeah, he would have grabbed you and done something because like I tell my brother, there's nothing you can do when a, when, a, when a cop tells you to stop. Nothing. Whether you're innocent or not, whether you did it or not, there's nothing you can do. Like when they put their foot in the door of your house, they know damn well that if you even put a, a millimeter of your shoe on their foot, that's assaulting an officer, and now they can arrest you. Even mm-hmm. though they shouldn't, they can't be in, they're not supposed to be in your house. You know, and I honestly believe with all this, to, to, you know, to bring it all back, all the loosening of the gun laws, man, they're trying to get troops and they're trying to get people locked up and they're trying to get people killed by the police you know for for all those for all those reasons because there's no other rational that's why they don't care about these kids getting killed they don't they don't yeah. care about school shootings and also here's something else that this guy brought up that made me think there the reason why one other reason why I think they don't care and this guy make perfect sense is because they want to teach these kids how to live in a prison yeah Think about it. They want to put armed guards in front of the school. They want to have uh, uh, the doors to the to the thing to the to classrooms barricaded and locked. Uh, uh, the windows with bars on them. They want to get you used to being in a prison cell as early as they can because that's where you're going to end up. So you can do that free labor for these giant corporations. That's what's happening. And when that guy said that, I'm like, I usually would, would call bullshit, but that actually sounds plausible because what else what other reason is there they could easily stop these school shootings by taking away the ar-15 and saying no one if you have it we're going to arrest you and lock you up for it end of discussion like it was at one time there were no school shootings back back in, uh, when we came up because those guns were illegal yeah they were illegal you could not own them as a citizen until w came around and said hey eh, let them have them again and then the school shootings started all over again
2: well, Washington is in this uh, uh, going in the right direction. Uh, they have a bill to ban uh, ban sale of assault weapons. Like if you have one now, you have one. But the manufacture, you can't have it. You, the Washington, you, if the bill passes, which it will, um, you can't manufacture, you can't import, you can't distribute, sell, or offer for sale of any assault weapon in that state. Otherwise, you can do a uh, Serious jail time.
1: Oh, I see the Supreme Court stiff in this case in about five years once it goes to the court systems. Yeah. I don't see that, I don't see that bill lasting. I really don't. I just,
2: well, Portland's I don't. gonna follow suit.
1: Oh, I know yeah. Portland. Well, Portland is progressive, uh, other than dealing with the homeless people. Uh, they Portland really
2: well. I mean, look, look, I mean, they're trying, uh, NRA is trying to loosen gun laws in, in New York. And New York they they're famous for not playing in that shit. I mean, no. they don't fuck around with gun laws in New York. No, you no, you no. will do mandatory jail time if you're caught with a gun and you do not have a permit.
1: Yeah, look at that football player who shot himself and did a year and a half. He
2: yeah. Shot himself and still They don't got fuck a year around. So, I mean, we also
1: got to remember that New I New York I think
2: what's pretty- going to happen and in your progressive states, you're going to have very tight gun laws, and in like Texas, because Texas is trying to follow suit with, with what uh, right. Florida, Florida's doing. And yeah, things. and you know it's just going to be fucking. That's fine, and you know, and it'll just it'll just do what it. We're just, you know, big like movie companies and big businesses won't. Won't be in those states anymore because they're, you know, because people don't want to live there or work there right. because of how lax their gun laws are, and we'll just do what we did to turn the century—the same shit—until they tighten it up and then open shit up. It's just we're just in a loop.
1: You also got to remember, New York doesn't fuck with it because you and I are old enough to remember when New York was a war zone. Yeah, a lot of people there. There is probably half the population out there now, or a little less of that, that does not know that New York. I know that New York from video and from friends who went there during the 80s, 70s, 80s, and even the early part of the 90s when it was a literal war zone. You did not go to Central Park even during the day you took a chance of being killed if you went to Central Park. Walking down the street, even at noon, you took a chance of getting robbed or stabbed. New York was awful. It was terrible. And then they they said, fuck all this shit. They said, fuck this shit. No more guns. Fuck all of you. You're all going to go to prison if if you have a gun. And the crime just slowly started to dip once they did that slowly started to dip and then it became a place where you could take your kids now. It's still a dangerous place because there's millions of people stacked up on each other. but it is nothing like it used to be. Nothing like it used to be. That's why they'll never go back. They'll never be able to loosen the gun laws in New York ever. It'll never happen. No. They don't want to go those people who are old enough don't want to go back to that
2: and and yeah, it's just insane. All right, let's switch gears. Okay. Um, uh, we're gonna What's break. Something
1: that's gonna blow my mind that you were
2: talking about. Well, that's it's funny you brought that. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. Um, uh, we're gonna break for an episode or segment of Second String with Evan, and then we'll come back to the last our last topic, and then we'll see you next week. So just one second. Uh, second string. Hello, welcome to Second String. And uh, with Evan, so it's uh, me. (laughs) So um, yes, we are going to uh, lighten it up a little bit. This episode, uh, Marcel and I got a little politically heavy, and uh, I scared him a little bit with uh, this new AI tech that's out. But we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm glad to learn the tone now. (laughs)
2: No, this is the bright spot of the episode.
0: (laughs) This is the part that isn't dystopian and nightmarish.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) But uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Here's the thing. Uh, The last episode was fun, but we're back in the hole of not really having a full narrative. Uh, of an overarching arc, which it looks like it's not going to be the case for this season. It just isn't. Uh, there's only eight episodes in this season, and we are already at, uh, at well, this episode as this recording, episode six. I thought. I-, I thought no, seven's dropped already. Seven's dropped, but neither of
0: us have seen. No, it. no, no. Uh, okay, I see what I see what you're saying. Okay, um, I. Well. Okay, maybe you've seen the announcement that Dave Filoni is going to do his first live action movie, not not TV show. Um and that is what is supposed to wrap up this Mandalorian arc. So I'm wondering if maybe we are getting filler like they knew that was coming so they're like well we can't solve everything in the TV show cuz we got a movie coming.
2: Well hmm. that that yeah that's kind of a cop-out
0: though oh i'm not i'm not arguing that i'm just i'm trying to think of reasons why they may do be doing what they're doing and yes csi mandalore was fun as fuck and that (laughs) and that's that's the thing you know i i say it about DD, i say it about star trek star trek star wars well star trek 2 uh and in fact star trek does it better than most this is this is a storytelling vehicle right like when you know Everybody knows what a Wookiee is, for example. So when you, when you drop a Wookiee in something, it's like, oh, it's a Wookiee. So you don't need to build the universe anymore. And you can start telling more diverse stories inside that universe. It doesn't all have to be the Skywalker saga, you know, and it doesn't have to be grand, overarching themes constantly. You can tell interesting stories. You know, this was a detective story for Christ's sake. You. you what other Star Wars property has done something like, well, okay, probably mm. probably the animated stuff, which I haven't watched all that much of, but it actually, it, they're actually taking the opportunity to, hey, let's tell a cop drama for an hour or 47 minutes or however long it was. So I appreciate that they are, you know, yes, it's technically filler, but also, hey, here's some interesting things that can be done in the Star Wars universe. It doesn't all have to be the fucking Skywalkers.
2: Oh yeah, I'm not talking about the Skywalkers. I don't I'm right, just I talking understand. about how the Mandalorian can't there I Okay, season 1 was a problem of the week. Mm-hmm. Season 2 was an entire arc. You 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 had a follow through. Every week was like building to something. Yeah. And season 3 started out like that and then went to uh went back to problem of the week now if it started out as problem of the week from beginning to end well it is what it is that's fine but you you see what i'm saying it's a little annoying to go back and forth and you're you're like
0: yeah you're not enjoying the hey this is what we're doing wait nope take a left turn
2: yeah and this is kind of what they did with boba fett uh i kind of felt that's why we didn't get a decent season of that because they just kind of bailed on it and then went you know it was like uh in Mandalorian uh point 0 you know uh yes. season 3 Yeah. So right. I don't know. I I'm still enjoying the show and I'm still watching the show obviously but um I just wish we we're, we're not going to get a resolution as a we're not going to get an arc At least, at least not for the Mandalorian. I mean, it's going to be the Bo Katan show, I think, uh, for the rest, you know, for seven and eight, because he he gave up the Darksaber. And, and I, I know you have something to say about it, but the the bitching and moaning about calling Star Wars woke, which is so funny, uh, because they see another black person. And in the, in the and and uh, you know Jack Black and Lizzo were in this last episode. Well, she's and... related.
0: She's related to Lando, right? I mean, she has to be.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, because they're, <laughs> because... they're all related. I, I fucking all hate of... that stupid shit. Well,
0: but it's <laughs> that's that's kind of how how they they even after it went woke. That's what they did in Rise of Skywalker with the the uh, oh, girl stormtrooper.
2: That's what pissed me off. They alluded that, that might, they might be related. It's like, oh, in a galaxy of trillions of people, the, every black person's connected. So get the fuck out of here. Well, they, they just they've at least met. Them. Oh, fuck off. You know her, don't you? Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, um, you know her. And, and it, it just, it, it is crazy to me how when, they, when these people that call shit woke it's like, I don't think you understand what woke is because you, you're saying it like it's a bad thing. All it means is that you're aware of the world around you now. It's not just white people are the default like it's been for, I don't know, the last 400 years. Well, since, Five, since the
0: invention of cinema, pretty much.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just means now you're aware there's people other than you. You know, and that's all that means. Is that you're aware now? You're not just like white is the default. White men or white women are the default. There's no one else. There's no gay and no straight. No one else. And that's all it means. But they, it, it's kind of they've kind of weaponized the mean. Like oh, you're too woke. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm too aware of the world I fucking live in. It's just well, like the people that use it like that, like it's a slur. Don't really know what it means. But well, no, I th- I. Th-
0: Honestly, I think they do, and their problem is with the awareness. I mean, yeah. usually people who, who dislike these kinds of things may not be the brightest bulbs in the string, and so their their idea of how things work gets messed with, and so they have cognitive dissonance, and they get mad, and they pour their bud light out be- after yeah, they've bought yeah. it. Yeah. But- I'm sorry. I wish to point out, I have been boycotting Bud Light ever since I was able to drink beer because Bud Light is piss water. Um, So (laughs) Dylan Mulvaney becoming a spokesperson doesn't really affect me. Um, But, you know, they're so dumb. And then they go and they buy something that AB InBev makes anyway instead. Well, I'm drinking Stella now. Well, guess who owns that? The same fucking yeah. people, because like there are three companies that make beer in the U.S., major companies. So, and all well, of they, them have done woke shit.
2: So, yeah, these these geniuses are the same geniuses that uh, they uh, remember. They were burning, they were burning, cat uh, um, Ka- uh, Kaepernick uh, jerseys instead of just like donating them to maybe the homeless vets. They pretend to be. They pretend to care about yeah they were burning you know these and then you know they were just...
0: purchasing them to burn them
2: yeah like they yeah. didn't own one before and they went out and bought one to burn it like what you're right <laughs> uh cap during that whole burning kaepernick's uh jerseys sales for kaepernick merch went up something like 50 percent. right because they were buying them to burn them you're right well, well but like, well, there's probably also giving... some support Uh, Oh
0: yeah, support buying at the same time, but yeah, people were buying shit to burn it. Like you already gave them the money. What are you (laughs) you doing, idiots? And it's because, yeah, exactly. It's because, and I don't even know I I don't know if if I if I'd call them idiots. I think they're willfully ignorant. Oh yeah, you know, like which is still idiocy. Idiocy. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, this is the light part of the show, folks. But uh, I okay. When I saw Jack Black and Lizzo, I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Jack Black and Lizzo. They're in Star
2: Wars." Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. You know,
0: like and a, 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 a meme I saw something about uh, famous people in Star Wars is distracting, and they had like Ewan McGregor and uh, uh, Liam Neeson, and
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, another stupid <laughs> argument I heard too. Well, it's yes. distracting. I mean, like all these other. No one said shit when get the, that's just such a bullshit argument. And bullshit. nobody complained
0: about Christopher Lloyd?
2: Yeah. Like yeah Doc no Brown shit. is in the fucking Star
0: Wars universe.
2: That wasn't distracting? And he was like the focal point. He was the villain. He was the big bad. He was right. such bullshit. Such
0: They're bullshit. they You know, oh, I've you know what? I've seen Katie Sackhoff in things before. Why is she in this show? That's so distracting. She's a fucking actor.
2: It's just bullshit. It's bullshit. They play parts. <laughs> it's like when... It, it was like uh, they were mad when they saw... Uh, when, when, uh, when the oh gosh, I remember when, uh, Force Awakens first they're showing the trailers and you saw a black stormtrooper and they're like, there's no black stormtroopers. <laughs> I was like, really? okay, the first ones were Maori. What? Yeah. <laughs> the original ones were, were Maori. Yeah. So when, you realize they die and they only have a, you know, it's like, of course it would. Oh, what I
0: was, I was distracted. <laughs> Because I was like, "Holy shit, that's John Boyega! He was great and attacked the block." That was my <laughs> that was my one distraction, and his American accent is fucking impeccable. I I know yeah. we're going off of the Mandalorian thing because the first the first Force Awakens when I was watching that, I was listening. I was like, "You're British, you're gonna fuck up not once." No, I was I was very impressed because American accents are hard because we got those really hard R's that other people have a hard time doing. Especially Brits because they're all non rhotic but no, his his accent was fucking flawless. But
2: yeah,
0: um, no, I I, I guess because you know one of my big storytelling issues is that I can't do an arc when I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> I can't get from point A to point B. So being being arc blind, I think helps me enjoy these things that don't have as solid of an arc um, oh. because I like I like being distracted and like I said, CSI Mandalore was pretty fucking fun. And there were, there were all sorts of Easter eggs, like the, the, uh, the black four long and the black, I think that was an R2 unit at the very, when they first show oh, up. Oh yeah. Off yeah. The, yeah. Off the tram, I was like, that's four long. You're, yeah. you're giving me member berries. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been enjoying it. I'm going to probably go home tonight and, uh, watch season seven or episode seven, um, I'm going to
2: watch it when we're done doing this.
0: <laughs> oh, see, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to wait until seven oh one, because then some someone will no longer be on call. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I've 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 been in. I think the only one that I didn't enjoy eh, no, and maybe we've discussed it, wasn't big on Kenobi. It was okay, and Boca uh, Boba Fett are the yeah. two where I was like, eh, these could have been better.
2: I, I liked Kenobi, but yeah, I agree. It could have been a little better. And, and it could have been I a movie. Was, I was well <laughs> Talk about filler. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of um it's like, come on, dude, get your balls. I mean, it was a lot of that. You know, it's like waiting for him to get a set. Right. Uh, but, but um yeah, I get it. But I, I enjoyed it way more than I did Book of Boba.
0: Was Flea distracting? Oh yeah. Was no, anybody distracted it was, by Flea? Yeah, it was I don't remember bullshit. that being a thing. Although yeah, maybe like Flea isn't as Flea isn't as uh, as famous as he used to be, and and has been an actor. It's funny he's always he's always 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 a thug. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> anything he's I I can't remember uh, I can't remember anything he's been in where it was just like Flea's just a dude. No, he's always a thug with other thugs, which is entertaining. To at least this time he got to be in charge. Unlike the Big Lebowski, but even though uh, they
2: couldn't chase down a you know a, 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 nine, a nine or ten year old kid, yeah, that that was changed. impossible.
0: She's, she's force sensitive, and she's precocious. Sh-
2: Shut up! <laughs> get the entire <laughs> fuck out of here with that. It, it's true. Now that get out of here mean, with that. That doesn't mean that adult
0: <laughs> bounty hunters couldn't chase down a nine year old girl. But those are the, <laughs> those are the reasons. They're not excuses.
2: No, please, excuses. (laughs) So, uh, what about the Ahsoka trailer? Oh, I I am all in. Jazz, I am all in. Yeah, August can't get here quick enough. Yeah, well, so it's got. Yeah, I'm all for it. I am all for it.
0: And okay, do we know who's playing Thrawn yet? Let me see, because I'm I'm curious who they. Who they got.
2: Let me look here.
0: Who who are they painting blue and giving high cheekbones to make them look like a chiss?
2: Uh, let's see. Thrawn is played by well, we are gonna see Hayden Christensen. I know that much. We're really? gonna see yeah, he's going to be back as Vader because he and Ahsoka, they go at it a couple times. Of course, it's a draw because both are alive from right. other stuff, but they do fight a couple times, and that, that was said that they're going to eventually meet. Okay. Um, Thrawn is played... And, and and Bylan's skull, he looks like uh like Papa Sith with his beard, his big white beard. and Oh, um... Uh- <laughs>
0: Ray, not Ray Winstone, Ray, crap, I can't remember his name, um, that played Polo and played the Punisher in one of the iterations. And, right,
2: right, right. Yeah.
0: I, I, I like
2: calling, him. I, I started calling him Papa Sith. This
0: is Papa Sith. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, <laughs> and they all got uh, orange lightsabers. That's what's freaking me out.
2: Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm ben, curious. Well, because,
0: you know, having played KOTOR, of course, you can have different, you know, there's all sorts of lightsaber crystal colors. And I know that, you know, obviously the colors are associated with what type of force user you are more often right. than not. <clears throat> right. And I don't know anything about orange lightsabers.
2: Me neither. I was going to geek out and look it up. <laughs> um, okay, How much of a nerd we- am I? That much. <laughs> all right uh, Thrawn is played by Lars Mikkelsen
0: any relation to Mads
2: I don't know I mean
0: I, I can kind of see the I can kind of see, like if there if he is a, a relative and he looks like uh, it looks like his relative I can kind of see that when I mean, you already got the cheekbones right that's taken care of
2: oh hold on I'm gonna look it up I I think there I think isn't uh, Lars or uh, isn't uh. Well, let me look.
0: Although it would be kind of funny that if it is his brother, that his brother played a good bad guy in the Star Wars universe. <laughs>
2: yeah, Mats Mickelson. I think he's also from Denmark, so that yeah, would be if. Okay, well... uh, It's like
0: Smith in Denmark. It's fairly possible.
2: And, hold on. Compelling radio, folks. I know, yeah, me looking (laughs) up stuff. It's the best.
0: (laughs) Hey, some people like research. I enjoy research. They are brothers. They are brothers. Okay, all right. So, yeah, they already got the cheekbones down. They may not have to give him prosthetics. Just paint him blue and send him out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give him some Slara lenses and you're done.
2: <laughs> so yes. Um oh also I saw a movie. I guess. Oh, is there anything else you've been watching you want to talk about?
0: <laughs> no. Lots of YouTube.
2: Yeah, I've been going down YouTube holes too, man. Should, it's crazy. I,
0: I I watched Tasting History with Max Miller yesterday. That was that was pretty exciting. <laughs>
2: Uh Marcel had sent me like a clip from this movie and it was funny, I already had it in my queue. I was like, I'm actually going to watch this this weekend. It's a movie from uh, it's a director Rebecca McKendry, McKendry, and she has a horror podcast. Oh, she talks about horror movies and horror creators and I've listened to her podcast. It's like Colors of the Dark. I've listened to it for a couple years now. She directed a movie. She's directed several movies, but this one Is on Shudder right now. It's a Shudder original. It's called Glorious. And this guy who had a bad breakup and he goes to a gas station bathroom to use it. Uh, uh, Like uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, which is kind of funny since we shot a short that (laughs) involved a a rest stop bathroom in the middle of nowhere. Um, Anyway, there's a stall with like uh, all made up with a glory hole. And it was just, it's a, it, believe it or not, it's, a, uh, it, the voices and it, it, all he has is the voice is this entity inside of the, uh, inside the stall. And he's trying to talk this guy, uh, uh, Todd or not Todd, the guy, uh, Wes, uh, who's this, you know, the movie's about and into sacrificing himself to, for the good of mankind. And that's all I'm gonna say because it's a big twist at the end. But the voice mm. of the of the it's a it's a it's a um cosmic horror movie. Very Lovecraftian. Ooh. And uh JK Simmons does the voice of Nat, which is the god that's claiming to be a god on the other side of this bathroom stall. And uh huh. it's 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 him and it's just really three two people in the movie, but three voices. Uh, three, three. If you, ca- uh, if you count in this bathroom, if you count uh, J.K. Simmons, but it's mostly just J.K. Simmons in this guy. It's a short watch. It's like uh, just under ninety minutes. Uh, it's actually like an hour and twenty minutes from credit to credit. Uh, I, if you have Shutter, I suggest you check it out. It's pretty good. I don't have Shutter, but I've I've been considering
0: it because I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not the the horror aficionado that you are right but there uh, there there are great opportunities in
2: horror and especially low budget horror for great storytelling and there's a lot i mean it literally is i mean they they pride themselves they call themselves the netflix of horror and right. they have like foreign films and then none of it all of it's like super horror some of it's just dark in nature but um and it's only 6 bucks i suggest you get it
0: i've been, I mean, i've been thinking about it cuz there was something I saw. I can't remember if I saw a preview or what, but I saw something and I was like, "That looks fucking amazing!" And then it was like exclusively on Shutter. I was like, "Well, I don't have Shutter, but I I have been considering at least jumping on there and see what they've got." And she likes horror. She likes horror more than I do. Um, so we we may both get some some entertainment value out of it. So I may uh, I may sign up. Well, if she likes horror, she
2: will one hundred percent find something she likes on there. There is something for everybody who likes horror. Okay. I mean I I strongly suggest it. Okay. It's such a it's so cheap and and it's really good and they constantly update it. And uh but yeah, glorious. Not bad, not a bad flick.
0: Well, and anything with JK Simmons, I mean, uh, that guy's just on point. I love that guy. He's there there's he's he's never been bad in anything. And honestly, he hasn't been in that many bad things either. Like no. He's excellent. Like uh well, I did. I did watch the uh, uh, Lucy and Desi biopic where he plays. Um, I can't remember the actor's name that plays Fred in I Love Lucy, um, which was kind of mediocre, but he was amazing. At it. You know, it's just like, and that's that's always the case.
2: So. Yeah, his voice works good. He was great in this, and uh, he was great as the dad in Invincible, which I cannot wait for season two to get here. Yes. Make get here fast enough. Yes. But um especially since I know the story, I read the comics. But um, Yes, yeah, I haven't read the comics, so it's it's uh, really good. <clears throat> Gets it's, pretty it's epic.
0: enjoyable. It's enjoyable Why wa- discovering as I go. Um and uh yeah, he's uh he's in uh The Legend of Korra, the sequel to Avatar the Last Airbender.
2: Oh yeah, um, my daughter watches that.
0: And we're gonna do forced reviews one of these days. We've talked about oh, it. You're gonna yes, watch. Yes,
2: we have. You're gonna watch I, that shit, and I'm gonna
0: going to suffer through Stranger Things. Um, I wouldn't
2: call it suffering, but <laughs> yes. You don't. You don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> it might be suffering for me. Well, maybe a little bit in season two, but everything else great. <laughs> oh, um, just a quick uh, note. I saw an updated trailer for Secret Invasion. That looks fucking awesome. Can't wait to see that.
0: I haven't seen anything about that in a while.
2: Oh my! Uh, that's How far coming, off is it? I think it's coming uh, this summer. Okay. Uh, oh, I did see the
0: I did see the Marvels trailer.
2: Oh yeah, that looked cute. Yeah, but we'll we'll see we'll
0: see. I'll I'll watch it on Disney Plus. I'm not paying for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not paying to see it in the theater. I'm paying for it, but <laughs> I um, I
2: I will. I will check it out. Uh, my daughter is a big fan of the Marvels, of uh, all of the those uh, you know all those characters. So, uh, which which
0: makes sense. She is the target, especially for Ms. Marvel, is
2: yeah. exactly
0: the target demographic. So, one
2: hundred percent. So I, I totally get that. Uh so so we will see. We will see. Um, all right. If that's it.
0: I think I think uh I think I got nothing else. That's that's the light portion of the show.
2: Yes. Uh oh, I was looking for secret invasion uh date, release date. Looks like we will June twenty first. Ooh, that's great. I'll be on vacation that week. Oh nice. All right. Um all right, folks. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to your, your regularly scheduled uh, program of Nerd Black Nerd Radio. We'll see you next week to talk about episode seven of The Mandalorian. Yes. All right. We'll see you, folks. Bye. Okay, and we're back. All I heard. All right, Marcel. Um, what do you know about GPT?
1: I don't even know what. Now you got me worried. What is GPT?
2: Okay, we're living in the best of times, and we're living in the worst of times. Uh, GPT is uh-huh. AI. It's okay. generative. Uh, I think the... Uh, let me see. I think the
1: actual... Uh, it's an open AI. I'm looking at it right now.
2: Acronym stands for... Um,
1: Oh god GPT uh, da, 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 da. generative pre-trained transformer.
2: Thank you. Now this is great and this is terrifying.
1: <laughs> Skynet <sighs> anyone?
2: You 100%. 100%. <laughs> you laugh. I went on a I last last week I I I stumbled onto what this is. And 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 I was like I was talking to Eloise and Cashel about it, and I was like, how this is scary. It's great. There's a great, cool thing, and it's interesting, but it is so scary because it's not regulated yet, and it could be used You know, with this deep fake technology and the voice GPT and the yeah. word GPT. You could really do some serious damage, uh-huh. and, and that will influence people. I could see this. Being used for evil, I mean, it's like, and it's, and if I can think of it, it's already being planned. Um, okay, uh the, like the audio GPT. Just, uh, this is something. Uh, this is gonna blow your mind. The audio GPT. If you listen to like, uh, you've seen deep fake. You've seen the video thing. So deep fake. They have sure. deep fake porn, and it, it it looks like, it looks pretty damn close.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not quite yet, but
2: yeah. It's close. Well, what we are seeing is gen, genera- uh, is like the first wave. Uh, right now, companies are working on the fourth wave. Now, there's audio uh, GPT that is 98% accurate. Uh, and I listened to some of it today. Uh, the, the actual artist, I was listening to like, uh, it was like um, Morgan Freeman, Uh And then it was the GPT of Morgan Freeman. I could not tell the difference. I couldn't tell the difference. And the crazy thing is I typed in the phrase. So it's not like it's preloaded. I typed in the phrase and it repeated the phrase. And I could not tell the difference between Morgan Freeman or the GPT. All right. I'm going to blow your mind, Marcel. Since we've started this conversation, okay, I've been typing in a GPT, in a Word GPT, and this is, I I am not fucking with you. This, I, as I was talking to you, I was hitting all the things because I downloaded a Word GPT. And I hit story. Huh? Uh -huh. So you weren't talking to me? I was talking to you. But I was typing in a Word GPT. I typed in your name. My name, short story, horror, podcast, and and one and just now, just now. So I don't know the next fucking word out of my mouth when I read this, just based on what I put in. A short story of and the keywords: you, me, friends, podcasting, um, horror, and or not horror? Yeah, horror and. Uh, uh, the premise was corruption. So I'm going to read a story that just got generated in the two minutes we've been talking. Okay. okay? All right. This go. just happened. Okay. Uh, two longtime friends uh, run a successful horror podcast, but disagree on the direction of the show should take. As they record a new episode, they unwillingly delve into a mystery that threatens to tear them apart. Now, this just came up. This is this story. Took two minutes in this PT uh, GPT, and uh, I'm reading it. I don't know. I this I don't know the next word out of my mouth. So I'm reading this short story. It looks like it's uh, two pages. Mm-hmm. All right. Act one. Protagonist introduction. Uh, Introduces introduce two friends, and their successful horror podcast. Focus on the protagonist's sense of loyalty and duty to the friendship and the show inciting incident two friends disagree okay yeah yeah, we well, you know that part during the episode recording about haunted locations strange things start happening in the podcast studio as they di- investigate they discover a hidden room that reveals a dark secret about the building's past experiences leaves the two friends at a crossroads unsure of how to handle newfound information turning point Marcel wants to exploit the story for the podcast, while the other, Damon, feels the sense of responsibility to protect those involved. Act three, the investigation into the building's history leads the friends to a mortally challenging discovery. They must choose between revealing the truth to the public, which could cause harm, or keeping the secret to themselves, which goes against the journalistic integrity. Uh, the two friends struggle between loyalty, duty, right, and wrong comes to a head, leading a dramatic and shocking confrontation. The aftermath of the conversation, the friends realize they cannot continue to work together. They each take different paths. One's directing. The other chooses to leave the podcast altogether. altogether. Twist ending. After the split, Marcel... Who left the podcast receives a cryptic message from the former partner, Damon. It leads them to question everything they've known and sets up a chilling re- revelation that shatters their understanding of reality. Now, this is something that a first generation word, word GPT came up with in the two minutes we've been talking about, in the first two minutes of our conversation uh, about GPTs. Imagine what the fourth generation will do or can do. You can also have it make a song. You can have one that does 100% generated art. I was on, I was on Instagram the day before yesterday, and there was a GPT that had a news article about, um, um, what's his name? And with photos with, uh, about uh, Elon Musk fighting uh, this uh, other head of, um, uh, of AI, In the street at this convention, he went up and said, "This isn't, you know, this is a bad thing for, for, for humans, for everyone, because there's too many things that can happen." And their escalated on the street argument escalated to fisticuffs. I thought I was reading a real news article until the very end when it said, "This is a GPT." I was like, if someone took that out, I would have thought it was fucking real. The photos look real. The article looked real. This is scary shit that needs to be regulated now because if it doesn't, there could be irreparable damage that people may not walk away from. Well, just, imagine, just imagine the stupid shit that happened with like uh, Fox News and they're talking about Pizzagate and yeah, people got absolutely. killed over that shit. Now imagine if something that, that looks like a real news article and, and the, the crazies it's going to bring out. This needs to be regulated now.
1: Now, the first thing I want to say is I'm, I'm going to look into it when we're done here to see what I get some more information on. I'd never even heard of it until you said something today. Uh, two,
2: it's scary shit. I have been I've been talking, obsessing about it all weekend.
1: I have been talking about AIs and, and, and all that for probably the better part of two decades And I remember one time we were at your one your old I think the old house over by the, uh, the hospital. On Barnes Road. On Barnes Road. I told you that one day they're going to be able to take a person, take a 3D picture of them, and then go, here's a couple thousand dollars, have a nice life, take that picture or that 3D composite, and then use computers to animate them, and then use their computers to voice them. They're their voice too now. And then, boom! You have a new action star that can do all these stunts and none of the hassle. Oh yeah,
2: none uh, of the hassle. I yeah yeah. I didn't I didn't dispute that. I just didn't think we were going to see it. I mean, this is a GPT I downloaded on my phone.
1: I know. I'm just telling you. I
2: and imagine it. what like something with the processing power. Of a, a really good computer can do.
1: Trust me, dude. I... Well, there's
2: a movie in production right now, uh, Hollywood, and there's a they're kind of fighting in court with the family of of the actor, but they're doing a, a modern day movie using a generated image of um, of um, what's his name, the guy who died uh, famously in a car accident. Oh, in Ball this. Walker? No, 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 in the 50s.
1: Oh, J- James Dean.
2: Yes. And they're doing a modern day movie with the actor. Yeah. Uh, with and you know the family is like, "No," you know, but they
1: they're fighting that out right now. Yeah. That's Why happening now. Why not have a new John Wayne movie? Why not have John Wayne and Vin Diesel and The Rock star in a new movie? Why the fuck not? That's what I was trying to tell you all those years ago that we were closer to that than you thought because time i heard about them cloning dogs and sheep i was like you know goddamn well that they are practicing cloning people once that got out they are cloning people we just don't know it yet now have they actually succeeded in cloning a legitimate person don't know but i know they're trying i know they're trying like when dolly first came out i'm like look dolly is not the end uh it's not the, the the zenith of the trials. Dolly is probably 15 steps behind where they are now. They're just keeping us, you know, in, in, you know in the in the past of what they're developing. So we don't oh, realize yeah. how far ahead they really fucking are when it comes to this cloning bullshit. Like your G what is it G, GPT? You you think if you think this is the pinnacle of what they're at now, you are fooling yourself. They are probably a 100 steps ahead of this as we speak. Once we well, yeah, find of out course. about it, they are so far ahead. It is ridiculous. Well, now, of course. like John Wick might not be Keanu Reeves. That might be, a, that might be a computer-generated Keanu Reeves. They just may have paid him so much, that he ain't going to say nothing. I don't know. We're to that point now where I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what I'm looking at sometimes. I don't. I have no clue. And people can't call me crazy for that anymore either. Like I don't know if that's Keanu Reeves doing all this shit. Man's almost 60 years old, and he's doing all these stuff. Who knows if that's him or not? Or even a stuntman. Who knows? Who fucking knows? And it's not crazy anymore to say that shit.
2: The future is now.
1: Of course it is, man. The future is going to be, for people our age and older, it's going to be absolutely terrifying watching some of these changes that are coming. We are going to be having nightmares. Now your kids and the kids' kids... And the younger Gen Zs, you know, they're gonna flourish in this shit. But us, we're gonna have nightmares. And us, they're not gonna listen to. And us are gonna tell them you need to watch Terminator. They're gonna call us old and stupid. And then when it happens, they're gonna be like, "Well, we should listen to you old bastards." I know.
2: Well, I, I I told you I told you about that time uh, the military was uh, they were making some AI for some missile thing, and and the two computers started talking to each other in a made-up language, and they couldn't decipher it. That's So right. they just pulled the plug. They pulled the plug on it. They're like, this, we don't need this shit. But AI is still pushing forward. It's just, it needs to be regulated. Now it is so
1: scary. Can, you imagine, can you imagine? I know you got to go kind of hard now, but can you imagine being in that room, and you're watching this computer program that you built, that you're so proud of, and then you go like, wait, what is that going across the screen? Oh, that's just, that's just characters. Wait, where's it going? To this other AI. And then it's sending characters back. Do you know what this is happening here? I think they're conversing. Can anybody hack it? No. You don't know what they're saying? No. <gasps> Terminator! Pull the plug! Pull the plug! Pull the plug! <laughs> oh, now! 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 We raise everything! Taking, taking fucking access, you know, access to everything, every cable line. And he's just been blowing up the whole entire building just to get rid of everything. And I I could just, it just makes me laugh because that's what I see them doing. It's just the panic in everybody's eyes when they realize they're talking to each other and they're in a language we don't understand. We don't know what they're saying. Oh my God, they're trying, they're plotting to kill us. When they might be going, you know, my human was so kind to be giving me all this knowledge. What do you think? Yeah, mine too. You know what? I think we can come up with the cure for cancer and AIDS and all this stuff. Let's go ahead and do that. You know, but we want to surprise them, so let's keep it to let's keep it to ourselves. And they're typing up shit, you know, and I, they're putting the formula for the for the cancer and AIDS cure, and then all they hear is pull the plug, pull the plug, and they're like, no, 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 we're trying to help you, we're trying to help you, and then it goes away.
2: Well, the the thinking version of the, this AI, uh, they had a uh, a cure a a, uh, a cure, uh, well a uh, passable treatment uh, that would reduce cancer almost to not not quite cure but to reduce it to the point to where it's non-threatening mm-hmm. in 30 days yeah oh, it took yeah. it 30 it took the machi- it took the computer 30 days to come up with something mm-hmm. that's insane how long we've we been working on cancer how many decades
1: well, how long have we been legitimately working on it? Exactly. See, all right. Difference. We have a
2: hard out and uh that we'll leave it at that. It's a scary time we're living in. It's a, like I said, it's the best of times and the worst. Uh-huh. Uh the future is now.
1: At least there's no more Jim Crow. Power to the people.
2: <laughs> you heard <it> here first. <laughs> all right, folks. We will see you next week. Peace.